the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The floor of the Senate now belongs to President Trump's attorneys as they push the Republican-led chamber for acquittal on charges that he abused his power and obstructed Congress. Opening arguments got underway today, and they'll lay out the bulk of their defense in the coming weeks, starting on Monday. As for the House managers calling for even more witnesses, Republican Senator John Barrasso says there's simply no need. Well, if they've already presented an overwhelming amount, a, ro- a mountain of evidence rock-solid evidence, then there should be no need for additional witnesses because they have made their case. In a presidential first, President Trump took to the stage to address tens of thousands of pro-life Americans ahead of their annual March for Life here in Washington. Democrats have embraced the most radical and extreme positions taken and seen in this country. Meanwhile, the president says he'll continue to defend the unborn. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt doesn't see the impeachment holding water. The uh, flop that is impeachment really cannot survive. I don't think it can survive two weeks. I read the whole House manager's trial brief and their statement of material facts. There is not an impeachable offense. There is no offense stated here. It's a nothing burger. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Intelligent Radio. Mitchburg is out on assignment, but have no fear. The Narn Closer is here. That's right. Brad Carlson will be filling in for Mitch today. With the Patriot, entertaining conservative commentary and the news you need is available to you wherever you are. Download our free app from your device's app store. Just search for AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Here's your Twin Cities forecast, brought to you by Great Plains Windows and Doors. Cloudy and a high of 32. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again. Well, no, we already gave up the uh, the gist. Mitch Berg's not in today, as uh, you heard Terminator end with his opening show promo. It is me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg, who is out on assignment today. But fear not, uh, Mitch fans. He will be filling in for me tomorrow on the closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. But it's always an honor for me here, for me to be here. On a Saturday to talk to Mitch's audience, uh, I like to think we have some overlap. I'm sure we do, but uh, there are some who are unique to Mitch's audience, and if so, we hope you stay tuned in. A lot to get to on the broadcast this week, and we'd love to hear from you at uh, 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions 
on today's show content. A busy week when it comes to uh, the Second Amendment and the continued assault uh, by the gun grabbers and leftist politicians who seek to pass legislation undermining the law-abiding gun owners. Uh, The big news, of course, was from this past week on Monday, specifically, where there was a large rally of law-abiding gun owners in the streets of Richmond, Virginia, which is outside the uh, state, the Commonwealth of Virginia's uh, state capital. And, of course, they're out there protesting these gun gra- this gun-grabbing legislation that is going through the Democrat-controlled uh, House of Commons as well as the Democrat-controlled Senate. And, of course, Governor Ralph Northam, himself a Democrat, so it seems a fait accompli that these gun bills are going to be passed There has been court challenges to these all the way up to the Virginia State Supreme Court to which they denied uh, the uh, petitioner's request to thwart these gun bills, I guess because they probably haven't technically been passed yet. That's typically what courts will do. They'll, uh, They'll punt on it until there's actual legislation passed and showed where there's actual civil liberties being violated, so this is this is definitely not over yet. But the one thing that I had heard leading up to this gun rally was how this was just going to be a repeat of what happened in Charlottesville, Virginia, a year and a half, couple years ago, whenever that was. I don't remember exactly, but it would be a repeat of what happened there, where there were uh, literal white supremacists taking to the street, objecting the removal of certain statues representing the Confederate era. And as a result, uh, there was a Antifa showed up and Antifa and the white supremacists. And to be perfectly honest, I'm a man without a country when it comes to a rooting interest for those two groups. Uh, There was violence ensued and there was uh, unfortunately a young lady who got run over by a car and killed in that particular incident. Very, very ugly scene. And the fallout from that was even uglier, and it was just an awful time in this country. Well, a lot of the leftists were predicting that the same thing would happen, that a rally such as this with 22,000 gun nuts, as they're dismissively called, will inevitably lead to violence. And members of the government feeling threatened for going through the legislative process. Well, here's the thing. When there is legislation that is being bandied about, we as citizens have every right to stand up and declare that law unjust and to debate and to have a discussion of ideas and civil discourse. And that's what this was. You know, the the leftists and media, pardon the redundancy, are so desperate for a chanting point to show a law-abiding gun owner committing irresponsible acts with his or her firearm that they're willing to just flat out gaslight it. Oh, yeah, we've got a lot of uh, examples of gaslighting leading up to uh, this particular rally. But at the end of the day, 22,000 pro-Second Amendment uh, rally goers went through this protest, and there were, I think, three arrests early on, pretty benign any rally that size, there's going to be some civil disobedience. Heck, a, a, a classic, 
a typical music concert, you're going to get 22,000 attendees, and there are more than three arrests. Okay? It doesn't make national headlines. It doesn't make national news. Right? doesn't mean it's anything that is causing the lives of others to, to be threatened. But 22,000 rally-goers who, and I dare say, a significant majority were carrying firearms. Some were open-carrying rifles. Right? I don't know about you, but if I go to a rally like that, I'm looking at that as the safest place uh, in the uh, probably in the country. Okay, I mean it's it's really it's hard to argue. So, uh, and Eric, if we have that sound clip ready, uh, Stephen Gutowski, who is a prominent Second Amendment advocate as well as a journalist with the Washington Free Beacon, he's been I've had him on the program before talking about Second Amendment issues. Uh, he actually uh, tracked down an, uh, an African American gun owner. Who, and there were there were a lot of them, by the way. And it was a very diverse crowd. It wasn't just a bunch of uh, white gun nuts. Okay? It was very, very diverse. And Stephen Gutowski, seeking to understand the perspective of some of these African-American rally goers, tracked down one gentleman. It's about a minute and a half long. We'll just let it play through. Uh, asking him, you know, why he's there and talking about what the uh, Second Amendment means to him. And uh, his answer... I think we'll kind of give you some insight as why the media is so desperate to paint these uh, rally goers as just a bunch of gun nuts who are overcompensating for something by carrying a rifle uh, with them. So, uh, again, Stephen Gutowski of the Washington Free Beacon talking to a rally goer, an African-American rally goer from this uh, past Monday. Oh, so what's your name? My name is Mark from Northern Virginia. Okay, where, where in Northern Virginia? Are you just... Northern Virginia. Okay, all right. Didn't want to say. How far <laughs> did you have to travel today? Um, what, two and a half, two, two hours. And so why did you think it was important to drive those two and a half hours? Uh, one, I, I love this country. It's about the Second Amendment. It's about our ability to defend ourselves and our loved ones. It's not only a uh, constitutional, constitutional right issue, but it's also a civil right issue. Um, the governor, who's known for blackface and or possibly having a Klan uh, put on, uh, has the audacity on MLK Day to declare uh, executive order that would prevent people from lawfully protesting. This has been a long-standing rally where people have come and they have protested. And then, on top of that, to insult the injury, um, uh, he wanted to uh, push forward the narrative that uh, white supremacists are stirring up issues. I feel comfortable here. Haven't had any issues here. I don't know what the problem is. So it, it, it for me, as an African-American on MLK Day, it's critically important that we preserve the ability to, to defend ourselves and our loved ones. And I will not allow anybody to push a narrative saying that there are racist people at this, these rallies. It's not true. Okay. Uh, now your sign says we will not comply. Absolutely. Just as the sheriff and uh, some of the counties have said, we're not going to uh, enforce uh, laws that are unconstitutional. Um, we will not comply. We will do whatever uh, means necessary. Legislatively, vote people out of office, uh, make sure it goes through the court process, but we're not going to just lay down and allow people to strip us of our, abil- our ability to defend ourselves and our loved ones. So that's what we will not comply means for me. Wonderful. Thank you so much for Thank talking you. with us. Absolutely. All right. So Stephen Gutowski interviewing a gentleman named Mark, who, again, African-American, did not feel at all threatened, uncomfortable, did not feel that there was rampant racism occurring at this particular rally. And again, this is all a bunch of uh, lily white progressives saying that 
this was going to be rife with white supremacy, this entire rally. And there was a young lady, African-American young lady on Twitter, basically said, you know, I love how the left will call law-abiding citizens who want to preserve their constitutional rights white supremacists, but the guy that dressed up in blackface to mock my skin color and my ancestors is a respectable governor. So I think I think this is really what this is all about, trying to shift the uh, attention away from Governor Northam, who, of course, if you remember, I think this came out last year where there was a yearbook photo, you know, of his college yearbook page of someone dressed up in a Klan's outfit and another person dressed up in blackface. The governor has never admitted to being either one of those individuals, but surely he was one or the other, okay? And uh, Washington Examiner editorial board put together an op-ed basically saying that very thing, that Ralph Northam is demonizing gun owners to distract from his racist past. And I'll just take a couple minutes to read uh, some of this. Ralph Northam, Virginia's Democratic governor, declared a public emergency despite knowing there were no grounds for doing so. The governor, who recently overcame his history of racism to hang on to his current elected office, did this in his typically cynical fashion. He invoked the 2017 Charlottesville rally organized by neo-Nazis and suggested that a gathering by law-abiding gun owners in opposition to his gun control proposals would turn out similarly. Spoiler alert, it did not. In asserting that militia and hate groups had threatened violence acts at the rally, Northam was deliberately stoking irrational fears about what would happen Monday when gun owners converged on Richmond to protest his anti-Second Amendment agenda. And guess what? He had willing accomplices in the media. Uh, Let's see here. Where did I leave off? Oh, yeah. When nothing bad happened at the rally, of course, Northam even had the gall to pat himself on the back for it. Such are the delusions of a man whose main goal at this point is to build a legacy comprising something other than the racist costumes on his yearbook page and the racist nickname he went by during the 1980s when he was already a full-grown adult. Northam thinks he can change the subject by denigrating and antagonizing gun owners. After all, there is no public safety purpose to most of his gun proposals, which Monday's rally was staged to oppose. For example, why are they trying to limit the number of outdoor gun ranges in the state? Does someone think that criminals are using them to become too accurate? Why exactly are Virginia Democrats trying to bring back an unconstitutional one-gun-a-month purchase limit? And why did Northam's Democratic minions in the state legislature, even as they advanced proven ineffective gun control proposals, vote against a measure imposing additional penalties on those using guns to commit crimes? The unflattering truth is that Virginia Democrats want to be soft on violent crimes, but at the same time signal their virtue by going hard on law-abiding gun owners. What is being missed here is that Virginia is and has been a nice and relatively safe place to live and also a prime example of a state where gun rights are respected. Its desirability has even attracted enough wealthy liberals to northern Virginia to change its politics. Somehow, gun-friendly Virginia, where open carry is commonplace and concealed carry permits are shall issue, has not only failed to become Dodge City, but in fact became one of the lowest crime states in America as both violent and property crime in its cities declined during a period of statewide gun liberalization. So that from the Washington Examiner editorial board. One other thing, you know, to kind of keep in line with how the media and Governor Northam were launching preemptive strikes 
in an effort to make this rally seem dangerous and to paint a picture and to just, let's call it what it is, gaslighting. Uh, Gabe Gutierrez, who is an NBC correspondent, he posted a video of rally goers reciting the Pledge of Allegiance and then say, oh, chance of we will not comply from gun rights protesters in Richmond. If you're going to flat out fabricate what's going on at that rally, it's probably best not to post video that is diametrically flying in the face of your chanting points. That's not what they were doing. They were they were chanting the pledge. They were reciting the Pledge of Allegiance, and then he later posted video. Oh, okay, uh, earlier posted video of the Pledge of Allegiance for those who've asked. Here's the video of We Will Not Comply. Okay. Well, what does we will not comply mean? Does it mean they're going to hold government officials hostage with their firearms? No. They're going to fight this legislation with every ounce of constitutional authority they can because this legislation hasn't passed yet. And when it does, you better believe it's going to be challenged based on violation of the Second Amendment. That's what we will not comply means. As Mark said in that audio clip, we will not comply means that Legal authorities in many of these counties in Virginia see this as an unconstitutional power grab and are saying, you know what, we're not going to enforce these particular laws. Suddenly those who are all gung-ho for sanctuary cities for illegal aliens suddenly morally outraged by the prospects of sanctuary cities, and in this case, for firearms. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. Hashtag N-A-R-N show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment of the broadcast, filling in for my friend and colleague Mitch Berg on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Don't know where. With the cold weather upon us, it's time to look at the bright side of winter for homeowners. Did you know this is the best time of year to get quotes on window replacements? Contractors are very motivated during the slower time of year, and the prices reflect that. It's also the perfect time to examine your windows with a heat gun to see which ones are the worst if you only want to replace a few. I'm Ryan with my three quotes. As you may already know, this is the only free service of its kind. I'll stop by with the heat gun when we measure your windows, and I'll email you competitive installed window quotes from multiple local contractors. Whether you're looking for major brands like Anderson and Marvin or local Minnesota vinyl brands, we'll come up with the best options for your house during our one-hour meeting. Normally, you would need to sit through nine hours of high-pressure dog-and-pony shows to get that many quotes. Let me do the legwork for you, since I know where to get the best quality at the best prices. If you decide to move forward, I'll be there to write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, installs are done all winter long. Set up an appointment online at My 3 Quotes. That's the number three, My 3 Quotes. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. 
Hi, I'm Kirby Screwrot. And I'm Christina, and we're realtors with Remax Results. We have a proven system for selling your home for top dollar called the Worry-Free Listing System. The truth is our sellers sell for more money and less time, and our reviews back up the experience our clients have when they work with us. We put our sellers in control because we offer flexibility in our process and our fees. You can even sell your home yourself and pay nothing. And if you're not happy with us, then fire us. However, I know you'll be happy because our listings sell 50% faster than the market average, and most of our listings sell for full price more. Our team helps over 500 happy clients each year. We're not trying to brag. We're applying for a job. We want to be your realtors. So if you want to sell your home for more money in less time, call our team at 612-444-1100. And don't forget to ask about our instant offer program where you can get an all-cash offer on your home in as little as 48 hours. We offer flexibility, no upfront fees, and you can cancel anytime. Kirby and Christina Skurat, 612-444-1100. 612-444-1100. Start packing. Quit smoking, chew, and vaping with a special half-price offer from AM1280 The Patriot and breathe freedom from nicotine. Get one program for $250. That's half price for the faster, easier, and more effective way to quit smoking. There's a limited number of these half-off deals available. It's just $250 for one person, and you could save thousands this year. Call the Patriot today at 651-405-8800. That's 651-405-8800. Millions retire online so they can do what they want offline. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Is me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg. You can check out my blog; it's bradcarlson.org. Here to take your phone calls. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call, and you can also weigh in via Twitter hashtag Narn Show hashtag N A R N Show. Apparently, a caller called in during the first segment and said that I uh, the uh, rally in Charlottesville uh, I said was a gun rally. Uh, I know it was not a gun rally, and if I said it was a gun rally or implied it in any way, that was a mistake on my part. I know for a fact it was not, so um, I didn't mean to have it come across that way. Uh, and I think I said I referred to specifically a bunch of white supremacists showed up to protest statues being torn down. Uh, in no way was that to be interpreted as a gun rally, and I didn't mean for it to be so. So if, if others of you uh, mistakenly thought that, I, I apologize. Certainly was not my intent. Uh, and I appreciate the caller calling in who didn't want to talk on the air and uh, correct me, but that's that's fine. So uh, continuing to talk about uh, this particular uh, gun rally from this past Monday in uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, uh, thoughts and prayers to the leftist narratives that were fatally uh, killed in, or which were, that's redundant, fatally killed. <laughs> thoughts and prayers for the leftist narratives uh, that uh, suffered a fatal demise uh, from this past Monday's gun rally because it did not uh, occur like they had thought like they thought it was going to. Nevertheless, that did not stop other publications from just flat out gaslighting. Uh, the Federalist caught on to this too. There was a GQ uh, writer who declared that the nonviolent Richmond gun protest was violent after admitting it was nonviolent. Huh? Yeah, again, this is from the Federalist. Uh, mainstream media outlets are desperate to turn what was a peaceful protest against new gun laws in Virginia into a white supremacist neo-Nazi riot reminiscent of the Charlottesville 
Unite the Right rally three years uh, that resulted in 11 arrests and one death. Monday's pro-gun demonstration in Richmond, Virginia, however, could not have been more calm, possessing all the elements and fanfare of a 4th of July celebration. Oh, and by the way, they also picked up after themselves. Whenever, whenever environmentalists have big rallies, you know, say we need to protect the earth and not turn our, our planet into a, into a sewage dump, and then they leave a bunch of garbage and receptacles overflowing after they leave the rally. Yeah, they, the Second Amendment rally, they picked up after themselves and ensured that they left it just how they found it. Huh, imagine that. Anyhow, <clears throat> sure, a Fourth of July holiday with guns can quite, sound quite alien to urban elites who have never laid a finger on a firearm, but for thousands across the country, guns are a part of everyday life. It's no wonder, then, that many in the media stoked fears of violence fed by Democratic Gov- Virginia Governor Ralph Northam, who declared a state of emergency in the days leading up to the rally. Despite the lack of violence at the 22,000-person Second Amendment rally, the magazine GQ decided to declare the protest violent anyway. That pro-gun rally in Virginia wasn't exactly peaceful, titled a piece in GQ on Wednesday. After the author, Talia Lavin, admitted the protest ended peacefully, Lavin argues that the real violence stemming from the protest came from the arrests made prior to the demonstration. The ripple effects of the government's declaration and her imaginary consequences of what is to come if the Virginia state legislature defies the demands of the massive crowd. There was, it was true, an absence of immediate bloodshed, Lavin conceded. But what abounded in that armed and insurrectionist sea of humanity was the promise that bloodshed might happen at any time should the will of the mob be thwarted. Really? How? How would how did they threaten that bloodshed would happen any time by saying we will not comply? Once again, that has nothing to do with enacting violence. That has everything to do with these law enforcement officials in the majority of this Virginia county saying, "Look, this law is unconstitutional. We're not going to enforce it. We're not going to go take guns away from law-abiding citizens." Okay? And law-abiding citizens in response aren't going to go out and commit crimes. Anyways, I'll continue with this Federalist piece. In other words, the Brooklyn-based writer argues that the armed citizens protesting in Richmond were violent by, in her words, threatening an all-out civil war if the state passed restrictive gun laws. On Monday, however, there were no calls to shoot up the Democratic state legislature or the state governor. But there were calls to use the power of the ballot box to throw out government officials infringing on their constitutional rights. And you you better believe that there will be significant court challenges to this if these if these laws are passed, which, again, seems to be a fait accompli because the Democrats control all of state government in, in Virginia. So that's certainly one way. And, again, there's nothing that says, well, once a law is passed, it's the law of the land. Continue to take it in the shorts. Well, no, that's not how uh, constitutional government works. Okay, That's not how checks and balances work. All right. That's why if you have a legislative branch passing a law, an executive branch signing it into order, if it's unconstitutional, guess what? You've got a third branch of government, the judicial branch, to make sure it passes constitutional muster. This is basic government, folks. All right. Which is kind of a uh, indictment of our educational system when you've got some of these journalists just spewing this bilge. Uh, continuing with the Federalist piece, uh, Lavin, of the GQ writer, also pointed out that Northam's state of emergency declaration prompted the cancellation of dozens of events 
and led many to flee the city out of fear of what the media portrayed as another Charlottesville threatening to erupt. If people leaving town to avoid gun rally qualifies as violence, which it doesn't, that's on Northam for perpetuating gun hysteria, not the peaceful demonstrators. Lavin argues that protesters were heated to because America has an, quote, exceptional tolerance towards white gunmen, close quote, that oppresses minority gun ownership. In America, if you are white, you can wear a mask and carry a gun and hang a governor in effigy and go home quietly at the end of the day unmolested, Lavin wrote. Never mind that the Richmond crowd was an extraordinarily diverse group celebrating individual rights to self-defense. This kind of racist stereotyping, however, has become the norm among many urban elites. And as we read from that Washington Examiner piece in the first hour, it's just another attempt where Governor Northam is distracting from his racist past and his media and the media being willing accomplices in the whole thing. That's what this is all about. You know, and what about again, there were um there were several tweets put out there just do just do a search for hashtag Virginia rally where is a very diverse crowd. And as we heard in the first hour, Stephen Gutowski's interviewed with a gentleman by the name of Mark, African-American from Northern Virginia, saying, I don't feel the least bit threatened here. Okay? Not, not in the least. And there was also a tweet from Now Media News where it showed on Martin Luther King Day in Richmond, Virginia, racial harmony was enjoyed by all as Second Amendment supporting Black Panthers showed up to protest big government tyranny, too. Oof, boy. Uh, again, thoughts and prayers to the uh, narr- leftist narratives that uh, met a fatal demise at this meeting, no, no doubt about it. So, again, this is putting focus on where it should be, this legislation and how it will do nothing to curb gun violence and how you, I would almost be willing to guarantee there will be legal challenges to this. And if it gets all the way to the United States Supreme Court, will likely be overturned. And in addition, the Democrats are up for re-election in uh, 20, or the, yeah, 2021, okay? Because Governor Northam was elected in 2017. And, well, by by law, Virginia's governor only serves one term as it is, okay? So... With this kind of overreach by leftists controlling all of state government, that's where the where they say we will not comply as well, is that as voters, we will go to the ballot box and anybody with a D next to their name that attached their name next to this is going to be thrown out of office. So um, again, once again, kudos to the law-abiding gun owners for uh, just uh, standing up and just sending a fantastic example of how to have a large gathering at a peaceful rally. Brad Carlson in for Mitchburg right here, AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with a segment of Mere Moments. Go nowhere. Don't know where to turn to cut through the noise in these divisive times? Americans for Prosperity is here with a common sense approach to help you understand the issues. With 2020 right around the corner, there's lots of work to be done to help make our state the best place to live, work, and raise a family. We'll give you the tools you need to make a difference in your community and make your voice heard. Tune in to Americans for Prosperity Radio Saturdays at 4 p.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot to dive past the headlines and help every Minnesotan achieve their American dream. 
This advertisement is being used for the purpose of soliciting sales of a timeshare plan. Restrictions apply. Go to westgateterms.com for complete offer terms. I took my family on a vacation like the one you're about to hear about, and we had an amazing time. And the best part about it was the price. If you're looking for an amazing, fun-filled vacation for you and your family for an unbelievable price, keep listening for details on how you can get a fabulous four-day vacation for just $99. Hey there, budget-minded travelers. Want a four-day vacation package for just $99? Be one of the first 100 callers right now to Westgate Resorts to book this amazing offer. Westgate Resorts has your next dream vacation for just $99. Call right now to learn more. 800-793-1147. 800-793-1147. 800-793-1147. Again, that's 800-793-1147. Paid for by Westgate Resorts. Hi, this is Bob Eubanks. Do me a favor. Don't treat this as a commercial. I want you to treat this as a conversation between two friends, you and me. Now, look, if you owe the IRS $10,000 or more, I'm sure you're stressed out. But I've got a solution for you. You see, my friends at the Tax Defense Group can help. This is a family-run business. They do it the old-fashioned way. They put you first, and they never charge a big upfront fee. Now, I've seen them settle for a fraction of what is owed. These are honest, experienced experts who really know how to get it done. The IRS is relentless, so call now for a free tax account review. And remember, there's never a huge upfront fee. Call 855-TAX-BILL. 855-TAX-BILL. That's 855-829-2455. 855-829-2455. If you've got a tax bill that you can't pay, get help. Get help. Get help. The Tax Group way. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is broadcasting once again, not from our usual undisclosed bunker, but from the ice. I'm Brad Carlson, here with Mitch Berg. Join us and hundreds of others on Medicine Lake in Plymouth for our annual Holes for Heroes live broadcast. An opportunity to salute veterans and those currently serving in the armed forces. Find us on Medicine Lake or tune in from the comfort of home, Saturday the 1st from 1 to 3, right here on The Patriot. Thanks to Snelling Heating for sponsoring the broadcast. Welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Years ago, my heart was set to live. It's me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And as always, thanks for tuning in. And uh, yeah, it was uh, great to hear that commercial uh, uh, promoting next Saturday's broadcast. Yes, it'll be both Mitch Berg and myself. Broadcasting live from Medicine Lake for the annual Holes for Heroes Ice Fishing Tournament. Go to fishingforlife.org to find out more about this uh, fantastic tournament. And and Fishing for Life in and of itself is a great organization. They do more than just put on this annual ice fishing tournament. It's a whole ministry that they do to minister to young people through the simple pleasures of fishing. And I'll tell you this, I grew up right in the city of St. Paul. I wish something like this were around when I was a kid because I didn't have an opportunity to really get out to to lakes in rural areas and and fish and that's what fishing for life does or a ministry that appeals to young people particularly urban kids who may not have the opportunity to be exposed to fishing and 
you know, takes him out and at the same time talks about life and and uh, the uh, faith and whatever else. So fishingforlife.org, great organization. We uh, wholeheartedly support them and always appreciate them allowing us to broadcast from this annual tournament. Uh, continuing with the theme of the Second Amendment, talked the first two segments about the Virginia gun rally. And now we're going to transition to, uh, obviously, some gun legislation that is being bandied about here in the state of Minnesota. Now, the legislature is not in session as yet. I think it, it gets going here in another few weeks, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know the exact date. But there's no question that the DFL-controlled House is going to make another play at passing these anti-gun bills, which one of them is a red flag bill where someone can declare somebody a, a gun owner as a threat to uh, that gun owner or other people, and therefore a magistrate can come in and declare that that firearm be taken away for that person poses a danger to others and his or herself. And then this bill does not allow the gun owner to speak on his or her behalf. Okay, just, hey, we'd say we'll go in and uh, take the firearm away because someone uh, feels a threat, feels threatened by you or feels you're a threat to yourself. Okay, no due process whatsoever. Okay, totally constitutional, right? Why am I hearing music? Okay, sorry about that. Um, So we've got that, and then you've got what they say the background checks bill, which they always conveniently leave out, is... Transfer. It also applies to transfers as well. So if I want to loan someone my hunting rifle, there has to be paperwork filed and a fee paid in order to loan somebody my hunting rifle. And then I have to pay a fee and file paperwork in order to get my personal asset back in my possession. Okay? But they always leave that part out. They never refer to transfers. They just call it background check bills. And they say, well, why would, why would someone decline a background check if they're going to purchase a firearm? Well, first of all, background checks are already in place. So... Again, it's it's misleading. You're, you're misleading people, and uh, sin, and the, of course the sin of omission because you don't mention transfers. So the reason I'm bringing all this up is the Senate Judiciary Committee in the Minnesota Senate decided to bring a gun hearing up to the Iron Range, specifically in Hibbing. Now I don't know if they thought that they could appeal to the people up there, or if they felt you know what we just want to get out of the city of St. Paul and hold a hearing somewhere else, or if this is part of their one Minnesota uh, type of uh, one Minnesota mantra where they're trying to say, look at this, you know, yeah, we're far left DFLers, but we're appealing to the whole state, so we'll take it up to the Iron Range. Don't really know what the mindset was behind that, but it doesn't really matter. When it comes to uh, the Second Amendment, the law-abiding gun owners are willing to make a way to attend these hearings and to be sure that their voices are heard and to be sure to combat the uh, disinformation program that will take place. So Reverend Tim Christopher, if you remember him, he had a video that came out about 10 plus months ago where he spoke before the House Judiciary Committee on those two pieces of legislation. Now, Reverend Christopher, if you're, you may, some of my listeners may be familiar with his background. He's been on my show on Sundays and he's also been on Mitch's show uh, where he's talked about, well, he's a minister at uh, Brian Missionary uh, Baptist Church in right in North Minneapolis. And his ministry is to walk the streets of North Minneapolis to try to reach out to young people and get them to understand that you know selling drugs on a corner is no you have no future in that, and joining gangs there's no future in that, 
And he's talked about stories where he'll get calls from mothers at 3 o'clock in the morning to go on a drug house on James Avenue to rescue this mother's daughter, and every one of the guys in that drug house have guns bigger than his gun. Now, how do those guys get guns? Those guys in drug houses, they're felons, okay? Convicted felons. How are they getting guns? Okay, so what he what he tried to impart in the House committee last year is like, those pieces of legislation that you're passing, that's not going to keep the guns out of these thugs' hands. So you might want to figure out what's going to keep the guns out of their hands instead of making it a cumbersome process for me to obtain a firearm, me, a law-abiding citizen. So that video went viral, had over a half a million views uh, out there. It was uh, put on uh, Facebook. And, the, and Reverend Christopher took time out of his day to go back up to the Iron Range yesterday, or not yesterday, um, earlier this week for this gun hearing, and spoke to the Senate committee. It's about 11 minutes long. Go to the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus Facebook page. You'll find the video there. It's about 11 minutes long. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but I think the final three minutes are where he has some pretty powerful statements and calling people on their BS, particularly the gun grabber groups, uh, Moms Demand Action and Protect Minnesota, Okay, the people who go and hold these protests like in the Mill City area of Minneapolis or in Edina or in different parks like that, okay, why do they never go where the gun violence is most pervasive and make their case, okay? And Reverend Christopher uh, calls them out and as well as calls out uh, this particular committee led up by Senator Ron Latz, which I don't know if he's mentioned it today. He went to Harvard. Uh, He likes to to tout that. Uh, So this is Reverend Tim Christopher speaking to the Senate Judiciary Committee at the gun hearing in Hibbing this past week. Here we go. And I'm going to tell you another thing. The next time we are having a, a press conference for a black woman who had been murdered, I'm going to ask moms the man don't send one of them, two of them representatives to stand in the back of the room Amen. just to get on camera. Yeah. Man, the mom, mom's the man, I'm going to tell you this here. If you want to be a part of this, then you show up when the top, when, when everything's going downhill. Just don't show up and use the black community for a photo op. <laughs> protect Minnesota. You can go down there on Broadway. Protect Minnesota. You can go down there on Broadway and you can get that little that little dress-up shop you got down there, just like you said, Senator Lodge, last time. It's just window dressing. No, window dressing, window dressing is is is, is what Protect Minnesota has down there on, on Broadway. Because yeah. I've been down there many times. Ain't nobody there. That's just a piece of piece of whatever they got down there. I'm, I'm upset, man. I'm upset. A lot of black people died this year. And I warned y'all. I sat in front of that House committee and I warned you that yes, it man. was going to happen. The reason I know is I walk the streets, man. I talk to people. That's what I do. But you don't want to listen to me. You let black blood run in the street because you want to play politics. Enough is enough. Isn't that the Democrats' hand? Enough is enough. I'm going to say this here and I'm done with you. I'm going to say this and I'm done. The Bible tells us, if you go to Job 1, Job 1 tells us this here, that the, the angels came to see God, correct? When the angels came to see God, who came with them? Satan, thank you very much. God asked Satan, where you been? He said, up and down, back and forth, right? What I'm telling you is this here. It doesn't matter where you go. Evil is going to be there. 
It doesn't matter what you do, evil is going to be there. It doesn't matter if you close your eyes, evil is going to be there. So I'm saying this here. Until you know how to take the guns away from the thugs, don't tread on me. Mic drop. Okay, Reverend Tim Christopher, again, uh, pulls no punches when talking to this uh, Senate Judiciary Committee. And the mic drop moment, until you learn, can figure out how to get the guns out of the thugs' hands, don't tread on me. So kudos to Reverend Christopher. We appreciate his work that he does on behalf of the Second Amendment. Of course, his work in the uh, black community as well, where he is constantly walking the streets, reaching out to young people, uh, and a lot of senseless deaths that have taken place in that community. And it's been heartbreak for literally decades because of the violence and the gun battles that are going on there. And Reverend Christopher has put himself on the front line to try to do everything he can. And I I love that he called out Moms Demand Action Protect Minnesota. Like I said, they go to these, they they hold these little anti-gun rallies in parts of the city where gun violence is not pervasive. If you really want to make a statement, go where the gun violence is a lot higher than, say, a park in Edina or Mill City area of Minneapolis. Okay, or I think they've held one in Egan, here in Egan before too. All right, gun violence isn't nearly as high in those areas as it, as it is in North Minneapolis, like Reverend Christopher likes to point out. And yeah, this 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 is just shows the shameless demagoguery of these people. You know, Reverend Christopher walks the streets and he's told stories of going to a drug house after midnight to try to get some woman's daughter out of there, and the guys in the drug house have guns bigger than his guns. All right. And yet, when there is a when there is an awful death at, as a result of gun violence in the black community, all of a sudden, moms demand action and protect Minnesota. They have sent a couple of representatives to stand behind some law enforcement official, giving update, giving uh, the backstory of this death, and they act like they're the big heroes. Oh, we we're we're constantly advocating for less gun violence. Okay, but it, Reverend Christopher called him out. He says, unless you're walking the streets with me and doing the work on the ground and trying to thwart it while it's taking place, don't come don't come around like your big heroes in the aftermath. So kudos to him for doing that. You know, and how shameful is that? You but you basically one of these gun groups is renting office space in North Minneapolis and put up a sign, whether it's Bombs Demand or Protect Minnesota, one of those gun groups puts up a sign and nobody is ever there, that's classic window dressing. As in, Reverend Christopher called him on it. He said, that's just, that's just window dressing. You're never there. But yet, when there's a press conference after somebody dies a horrific death and it's getting a lot of, a lot of news, guess who shows up wanting to show off their creamsicle-colored T-shirts? So he called all these people out, He start, and he started off, again, go to Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus Facebook page because he started the very video shouting at Senator Ron Latz, saying, don't come here with these statistics saying how violence is decreasing in St. Paul. Because it's not. There's news of it constantly. So you're burying your head in the sand if you think otherwise. So, uh, again, this is uh, someone that has been a very valuable ally for the uh, for the Second Amendment. And, you know, he's sure he's... he's talking the talk but guess what he's walking the walk and we appreciate uh reverend christopher and of course uh, lewis denard who's president of the african-american heritage gun club he's also been on this broadcast uh it's it's a broad coalition 
between them and the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus and, and the Pink Pistols. And uh, it is a very broad coalition battling on behalf of the Second Amendment. And again, it requires eternal vigilance, and uh, that's what a lot of the law-abiding gun owners, they're, they're all in on it. That is for sure. So uh, very compelling stuff. Well, tell you what, why don't we take a break? Be back with one final segment on the broadcast. And here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show, for any comments or questions. It's me, Brad Carlson, filling in for my friend and colleague Mitch Berg on the Headliner Edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. You thought you hadn't found a good girl. AM 1280, The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. The start of a brand new year is a great time to make changes and improvements. So if you've got cracked teeth, missing teeth, or loose old wobbly dentures, then ImplantMiracle.com invites you to get a brand new smile and save a lot of money with beautiful, top-quality, long-lasting dental implants as low as $2,499 per tooth. Other places charge $4,000, $5,000, even $6,000 per tooth. But at ImplantMiracle.com, our price is as low as $2,499 per tooth. That's a great deal. Plus, we offer for free consultations, free standard x-rays, and easy payment options to fit your budget. So as we begin a brand new year, do something nice for yourself by not overpaying for dental implants. Instead, come to ImplantMiracle.com, the local dental office where implants are very affordable. For more information, see our website, ImplantMiracle.com. That's ImplantMiracle.com. President Trump described his former press secretary, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, as a warrior with extraordinary talents. She stood by the president's side for two years, battling with the media and becoming the president's trusted confidant. Center of the American Experiment invites you to have dinner with Sarah Huckabee Sanders Saturday, April 4th at the Minneapolis Convention Center, where she'll share memorable moments from her time at the White House. Reserve your seats today at AmericanExperiment.org. That's AmericanExperiment.org. Hi, I'm Kirby Skurat. And I'm Christina, and we're realtors with REMAX Results. We have a proven system for selling your home for top dollar called the Worry-Free Listing System. The truth is our sellers sell for more money and less time, and our reviews back up the experience our clients have when they work with us. We put our sellers in control because we offer flexibility in our process and our fees. You can even sell your home yourself and pay nothing. And if you're not happy with us, then fire us. However, I know you'll be happy because our listings sell 50% faster than the market average, and most of our listings sell for full price or more. Our team helps over 500 happy clients each year. We're not trying to brag. We're applying for a job. We want to be your realtors. So if you want to sell your home for more money and in less time, call our team at 612-444-1100. And don't forget to ask about our instant offer program where you can get an all-cash offer on your home in as little as 48 hours. We offer flexibility, no upfront fees, and you can cancel anytime. Kirby and Christina Skurat, 612-444-1100. 612-444-1100. Start packing. You want your child to succeed at every level in life. To succeed, they need a solid foundation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we help your child get into a private Christian school for 50% off their first year. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Welcome back, AM 1280 Patriot. 
Northern Alliance Radio Network. Me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. And here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. One final segment this hour, talking a lot about uh, Second Amendment issues, whether it was the Virginia rally uh, from this past Monday or the meeting uh, with the Senate Judiciary, Minnesota uh, State Senate Judiciary Committee, where you heard uh, Reverend Christopher talking, testifying before the committee. Again, go to Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus Facebook page, and you can see that video in its entirety. I just played the final two and a half minutes. Uh, that in and of itself, very compelling stuff. But if you want to listen to the entire 11 minutes, I definitely uh, encourage it. And again, the uh, legislative session gets started here in a few weeks. And this is something that we're uh, that we're going to be facing yet again, uh, this particular session. Uh, the gun grabber bills didn't go anywhere uh, last year's session. So... Um, this is something that uh, we're going to require eternal vigilance. And I know there's a gun owner lobby day that's going to be taking place uh, during the legislative session. Don't have the exact date in front of me. I was able to attend last year, meet with my uh, legislators as well as some other uh, state senators, and it, it makes a difference. It, it certainly does. So uh, we'll look forward to seeing you out there as well. And again, I wanted to uh, promote the event that's taking place uh, next Saturday. It is the uh, Holes for Heroes event. Again, Snelling Heating, a very generous sponsor that has been supporting this particular event, uh, at least for the last few years, from what I could recall. Uh, It's going to be, again, a live broadcast right on Medicine Lake in Plymouth on Saturday, February 1st. It'll be during Mitch's regular broadcast time from 1 to 3 p.m. I usually join him for that. And it's going to be from our uh, Fish House Mobile Studios. Now, how Minnesotan is that, by the way? You have your own uh, Fish House, and uh, we can get have a full broadcast there. A friend of the show, Greg Scott, who's been on talking uh, technology stuff before, he gets us all hooked up, and we're able to carry a live broadcast right in the middle of the lake. Uh, and again, it's an annual ice fishing tournament created to honor our veterans both at home and abroad. And by the way, for all vets and their immediate family, you get to fish for free. So go to fishingforlife.org to find out more information about this particular tournament. I'm sure, I I don't want to speak for them. I don't know if it's too late to to sign up, but if it's not and you're interested, again, fishingforlife.org is the place you're going to want to go. And also go to am1280thepatriot.com because, well, that's really your kind of your one-stop shop for everything uh, Patriot events. So Again, once this is sponsored by uh, Snelling Company, uh, Phil Crinky, the uh, proud proprietor of that particular company, he's probably going to be joining us at some point out in the ice uh, talking about all things politics. So it's an election year, so 2020, there's going to be a lot of things going on. That is for certain. And uh, again, this is the ninth year that the Northern Alliance has been broadcasting out there. So we have developed a fantastic relationship with Tom Goodrich, the founder of Fishing for Life, and he'll undoubtedly join us during the broadcast and give you some information about Fishing for Life itself. Uh, Like I said, was mentioning last segment, this is an organization I kind of wish was around. Uh, When I was a kid growing up in St. Paul, grew up in an urban area, I would have loved to have the opportunity to to go out fishing and, you know, just have some uh, male mentors, role models, which I didn't have growing up. So this is something that they provide uh, for young people. And again, I would uh, check it out. And by the way, Here's another added twist. This is something I always like to promote. If you have any used fishing equipment, this is something that they will take. Uh, this is a charitable donation. They will take and refurbish it. 
and give to young kids to use on these fishing trips. Okay, so yeah, they'll take they'll take your money, charitable donations, of course, but you can also donate your used fishing equipment. And I venture to say, if you go out to your garage and and kind of rummage through it, you're going to find some of that old stuff. They will take it, and they will find a way to use it. And uh, Tom Goodrich, who started this organization, it's really a compelling story. He was actually serving in Afghanistan and came up with this idea. He says, you know, when I get back home, I I can't wait to go back, get out there back fishing. I bet this is a way that I could u- utilize this as some sort of ministry to to appeal to young people. In Afghanistan, of all places, there are a lot of lakes in Afghanistan, right? That's how, that's now not so much. <laughs> so that's how it came to him. Just a remarkable story, and I love I love backstories like that. Hearing how this came to fruition, and of course, uh, he will undoubtedly share a lot of his time uh, in the military. And this is just kind of a a perfect blend of of Tom's life of as a fi- avid fisherman as well as serving in the military and trying to figure out a way how he can help those who are serving our country. Because let's be honest, if if it's a mom or dad whose uh, significant other is going to serve in active duty military, that's a tremendous uh, transition in their lives because they have to take care of all facets of life, especially if they have a family. So any way that we can uh, help out these military families, we're going to want to do that. So again, go to am1280thepatriot.com to find out more from this event. And hey, if you want to come out and watch the broadcast, we typically are right out in the middle of the lake. You'll see all the tents out there right in the middle of the lake. They have makeshift shuttles and everything. It's full service operation. It's kind of like going on a hayride, kind of like one of those trailers, but on the lake. So hey, however they have to get you out there in the middle of the lake, that's how they do it. So we're looking forward to this. This is uh, uh, <clears throat> now that we don't broadcast at the state fair anymore. <laughs> this has kind of become our uh, Super Bowl of our broadcast year, shall we say, the first Saturday in February. And how ironic is that? Because the Super Bowl happens to take place the very next day. So call this the Super Bowl of our broadcast year, the annual Holes for Heroes broadcast, taking place at Medicine Lake this Saturday, February 1st. So with that, folks, that's hour number one in the books, hour number two coming back in mere moments right here. AM 12 the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson, filling in for my friend and colleague Mitch Berg on the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance. Go nowhere. It may not be stomach issues. For me, it's intense gas or pain or diarrhea, sometimes all at once, over and over. I spent years with the symptoms but could never figure it out. No matter what I did, they never went away. So I decided to break it down for my doctor and get really specific about my symptoms. We discovered that exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, may be the reason for my stomach issues. EPI is caused by my pancreas. It leads to diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. The symptoms just don't go away. But EPI can show up with even one symptom. The good news? EPI is manageable. But to get to the right diagnosis, you have to break it down for your doctor and get specific about the severity of your symptoms. Visit IdentifyEPI.com to learn more and use the symptom checker to help change the conversation with your doctor. Brought to you by AbbVie. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? 
Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. Whether you're just testing the waters of digital marketing or already have a plan in place that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. Face it, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Like the rest of us, you're probably tired of all those annoying sales calls to your home telephone number. Now, there's a solution. OurOldNumber.com will block those pesky robocalls from getting through, and most live sales calls will hang up. So how does it work? Callers to your home telephone number will hear a personalized greeting from you. The caller selects the family member they wish to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded onto the family member's cell phone. There's no equipment to buy. There's nothing to install. No long-term contracts. It's still your phone number and remains in directory assistance. The service is only $9.99 per month, and you can eliminate your landline connection and save money. Now, calls to your home phone number can reach any member of the family wherever they are and get rid of those annoying sales calls. OurOldNumber.com. It's just $9.99 per month. Go to OurOldNumber.com to learn how you can get started blocking sales calls today. That's OurOldNumber.com. OurOldNumber.com. You'll be glad you did. AM 12A.